This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the Blurring the Lines podcast. I am your host, Adam Bell, and joining me as always, is my co-host, Peter Nicolaitis. How you doing, Peter? I am on vacation in a foreign country Burn. where it is warm. <laughs> and I've finally gotten back to my normal exercise routine. And I have an 80-minute massage booked in about an hour and a half. So does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, that sounds very relaxing. You know, it's... That's why we don't have video today. <laughs> we we don't have video because I'm relaxed. <laughs> you're you're relaxing, so you're you're not in a uh, a place where we have normal internet. That is true. That is actually one of the topics for today's call. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. So what's your uh, temperature there? Uh, last I checked, it was around 85, but I believe that it has gone up since then. Let me check. And if my audio quality gets terrible right now, it's because I'm opening an app on my phone. <laughs> no, I stand corrected. It is a mere 83 degrees, partly cloudy, but you wouldn't know that by looking outside. I see, yeah, I, I see some clouds in the sky, but, uh, mostly I'm seeing sun, blue skies, blue skies. Nice. Yeah. Well, out here in uh, Lobelville at the farm, it is 48 degrees and sunny. 48. Wow. I'm I'm kind of glad that for once I'm in a place where the weather is unquestionably nicer than uh, what you have. <laughs> yeah. One of <laughs> my that's... clients. Good. Go ahead. No, no. You. One of my clients, uh, they're in Vermont and they're expecting a two inches of snow yesterday or tonight <laughs> it's like what well, that's uh, nothing up there though. i was told um no no uh and i think i've i've talked to you before about how you know my father's does not he does not technology yeah. Um, you know, so, so I said, um, you know, I asked my, my best friend up there, my childhood best friend from, you know, like first grade, if you happen to be going up in that area, you know, could you just swing by and just, you know, cause, cause I bought my dad, he's got an old iPhone seven plus. Yeah. And, um, and, and, you know, it's old and the, the battery wasn't great and it doesn't support chi charging. So I bought him a, and not an otter box, but uh, uh, more uh, Mophie, a Mophie pack back, mm -hmm. you know, um, thing. And so that he could charge it wirelessly because, you know, his hands are no good anymore from years of diabetes and stuff. So, you know, if he can just place the thing on the charger and have it charged, that's great. Well, from what it sounds like he's telling me, the case is charging, but the phone is not anymore. Yeah. So I asked my friend, you know, hey, could you get up there and, you know, help my dad out? And just, you know, if you happen to be going there, just, just, 
you know, check it out and just see, you know, is it the case charging? Is the phone not charging? And he's like, yeah, I can't go today. It's a snowstorm. I was like, well, if you can't go anywhere today, that means my dad is also not going anywhere today. So no problem. <laughs> yep. Safe, safe bet on that. <laughs> yep. And he doesn't need his cell phone. Yep. Well, good. Yep. So the, um, uh, your your days in Costa Rica are you are you uh is your Spanish getting better? Uh, un poco mejor. Uh, <laughs> uh, necesito más practicar uh, in de verdad. But uh, yeah, it's it's getting a little better. I'm definitely mm-hmm. getting you know a little more practice for mm-hmm. sure. Um, most of the tour guides, restaurant, hostel, 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 hotel staff, they speak English, so it's not necessary um but i always tell them you know necesito mas practicar por favor and you know they're they they laugh a little bit and they're happy to humor me and um (laughs) you know and then and then you know like sometimes the the good ones they'll even say like you know is this your first time in costa rica you know primera vez and you know even like do a little bit of tutorial they'll speak english and spanish at the same Mm -hmm. time so i was like you getting an extra tip (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, anytime get anybody takes it, you know, to be a little bit nicer, they get an extra tip. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that, <laughs> so I don't remember if we've talked about this on this podcast, but tipping is one of my pet peeves. You know, I just think it's it's still it's like it, you know, if you want just a little bit of a way to show some gratitude, then great. I love the idea of tipping. But, you know, in the United States the way we do it where it's assumed to be a significant part of like, you know, uh, staff earnings and it's completely arbitrary based on so many factors. I just think that is, it's one of the stupidest things, um, (laughs) down here. Um, you know, I'm noticing, I mean, you know, and I'm mostly in, I've been in touristy places, touristy towns, whether it's been on the beach or in the mountains, um, most places include uh, 10% gratuity, and I think like 13% meals tax and stuff. Um, but it's all included, you know? So, and in some places it's even factored into the price. So like, you know, if, if an entree is $25, that is the inclusive price. Mm-hmm. Not usually though. So usually you're, you're paying like 23% on top of whatever the prices are. That said, those prices that I'm paying around here are pretty close to normal Boston area prices. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's not like I'm spending an arm and a leg to be on vacation down here. Good. Well, how is the food? So the food's been good, just good. It hasn't been great. I'm a little disappointed. Um, There are some similarities, but I have not like... Uh, gotten like an amazing restaurant. Um, my general policy is I try a different place every time. Um, and I haven't really come to any places where I just said, my goodness, I need to violate that policy and I have to go back to the same place. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's been, it's been good to, okay. Um, I like, you know, like as for like the, the, the typical Costa Rican fare, I enjoy it, you know, rice, beans, vegetables, shrimps, chicken, etc. Um, you know, but uh, it's very similar, you know, and also there are plenty of places that sell burritos. 
plenty of places that sell hamburgers, um, doing lots of fresh fish, etc. I'm trying to eat, you know, what they call typical food. And there's tons of places around here. They, uh, they, they're, they, they call them sodas here and they'll send, they'll sell like soda mm-hmm. and, you know, like maybe some small fried foods like empanadas or, you know, some kind of like, you know, uh, chimichanga kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely similarities to what I've experienced in Mexico, you know, mm-hmm. uh, burritos, nachos, etc., or, you know, Americanized Mexican food. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I did, you know, I talked with like some of the tour guides and they said like, you know, what is typical, um, Costa Rican stuff might be, you know, rice and beans, maybe some fish or some chicken, you know, stuff like that. So I don't know if the things like burritos and um, nachos and stuff, if that comes from, you know, a little bit north or if that's native to this area as well. Um, you know, but it's 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 decent, but it's not. I, I think I was more enamored by the food in Brazil mm-hmm. than I than I have been here. Yeah. Is that well? Is it because it was a wider variety, or just the seasoning fits you better, suited you better? I don't. I don't think so. Like I remember, that's the one thing I remember in Brazil. That even you know, I was all over that country as well. And something I do remember was the consistency of the food just about everywhere. Um, I don't mean this at all in a bad way, but it was like going to a McDonald's. If you go to a McDonald's and you, you know, in the United States, anywhere in the U.S., you order a Big Mac, you can, you know, like you can in, come to Boston, order, you know, buy a Big Mac, hop on a plane, get off the airport in Nashville, take it into a nearby Nashville McDonald's and say, hey, this Big Mac is cold. I want a fresh one. And they can't tell where it came from. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Um that said, the the cuisine was was remarkably consistent all across Brazil. Um, so I don't know. I, I think maybe it was more some of the like the signature dishes that they would do. Also similar, like in the Caribbean, um, you know, things like a shrimp stew that they would serve in a pumpkin, for instance. That oh, was yeah. one of the things that stuck <clears throat> out in my mind in um, you know in Brazil. Um, here there hasn't been anything that has just jumped out that I've been like, wow, I've got to have that again. You know, it's like, it's been fairly standard stuff. It's, it's good. I like it, but it's not, you know, I wouldn't, I think we've, frankly, I think we've talked about it too much. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's just, it's just not great. You know, it's like the, the, the food is good. I can be happy here, but I'm like, I'm not raving about it. Yeah. Well, Yeah. You, as you explore, you'll probably find uh, even better places and, you know, because, mm. I mean, you've been, let's see, you've been in three locations now. This is your third. Let's see. This is my, uh, gee, I've lost count. This is my fourth place. This is my fourth city, four out of five. Mm-hmm. So I've been in two, uh, um, two coastal cities and two mountain cities. Mm-hmm. so far yeah um and uh one thing i will say though is you know the food may not be all that remarkable but the coffee is yeah yes so i i do like the coffee here and while this is the blurring the lines podcast not the friends with brews podcast i will tout um you know a cuppy a uh, cup i'm having a cup of north fields craft dark roast coffee right now um, mm-hmm. I went on a chocolate and coffee tour uh, a week or so ago. 
It was a lot of fun. And uh, I definitely bought a couple of those. So uh, they do ship in the United States. So if you want to check them out, northfieldscoffee.com, I think, is there maybe? Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Northfieldscafe.com. Uh, and they said that they, I haven't gone there yet, but they do, uh, they say that they do ship in the United States. Nice. Well, I, I have had Costa Rican coffee in the past, uh, mm -hmm. when I had a subscription to coffee or, oh, well, it was a, uh, website called the coffee fool. Yep. .com. <clears throat> and yep. they're pretty good that it was just really expensive when you yeah. compared it to what I get at the grocery store. And I didn't always drink coffee. Well, I don't always drink coffee for how good it is. Uh, <laughs> I want a good cup of a cup of coffee. I don't want to drink battery acid, but I'm not sitting down and French pressing it and enjoying it over, you know, a, you know, every day. It I kind of get spoiled when I do that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I brought my AeroPress, uh, but I haven't used it yet. Um, I, I was only in one place so far. One of the hotels I was in had a um, an oven, you know, like a stovetop where mm -hmm. I could boil water. So uh, for the rest of the places, you know, I've just got like the little in-room um, coffee maker. And one the last place I was at in uh, Monteverde didn't even have that. It was a very no frills, bare bones situation. Mm -hmm. um, this place, my my travel agent definitely, you know, saved the best for last. This is a fancy four star hotel, two swimming pools, gym, sushi bar, uh, you know, like fancy swanky kind of, you know, kind of place as opposed to the, the, the last one I was at was more like a, you know, like a hostel. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the first couple though I was in was just like private little bungalows. And that's very similar to the Airbnb that I'm going to be spending the next two weeks in as well. So, nice. um, you know, I, I'm, I'm used to it. You know, I don't need a ton of space. I just really need good Wi-Fi. And I tell you, that has been a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not too bad today, although we're we're audio only, but it, it it's, I, you know, I'm not losing you. So that's good. Yeah. Well, this hotel, definitely the, this is the best Wi-Fi so far. Uh, the last one I was at was unquestionably the worst Wi-Fi so far. Um, <laughs> but I also, it's a good thing that we're recording now because I suspect that uh, once the sun comes down and people are inside and, you know, firing up their phones and everything and streaming Netflix via their VPNs that the bandwidth will start to tank again. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you're right. Uh, so one thing that I did when I was in Hawaii I was drinking. It was it was a Maui brand coffee, you know, so it wasn't Kona, but yep. it was it was still really good. And we didn't have a coffee maker in the room. All we had was a French press. So I had mm -hmm. and they had a big French press, like a full it was like a four cup big one. And I made my coffee every day in that. And that was good. But like I said, I, I don't like to spoil myself because if if I have that great coffee every day then everything else is going to suffer <laughs> well you know but there comes a point where you might you know you, you might actually start to embrace the mantra life is too short for bad coffee <laughs> and i i'm starting to get to that point now where you know i definitely inherited my father's cheap gene but i'm trying to get over that you know like 
when it matters. It, it, yeah. When all all of the things being equal, right? Um, you know, whether it's technology or or whatnot. Um, you know, if if you have a twenty dollar headset and a two hundred dollar headset, and the twenty dollar headset will literally do the job as well. I'm not going to spend $200 on it. No question. Right. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear that, but a giant helicopter just flew over. Or is nope, can't over. hear it. Um, but, you know, like if a $4 coffee tastes, you know, exponentially better than the $1 cup of coffee. Oh, I'm absolutely going out of my way for that. Like if you mm-hmm. want to, if you want to compare it and I know a lot of people hate Starbucks, right? But I'm going to use two examples that people should be able to, well, two or three examples. And this and this might be a good exercise for anybody who says they like coffee. Go out and buy a cup of coffee at a McDonald's, a Dunkin' Donuts, a Starbucks, and then your favorite local coffee roaster or coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And just try the, you know, just, just sample the difference. I can say with a high degree of confidence that the McDonald's coffee is going to be the worst no matter what <laughs> yeah. you do, right? I've had that so many times and it tastes like the plastic that it's served in. I don't know. Um, how do, how can it be so bad? I don't understand. But I mean, how can McDonald's be so bad in general, right? I mean. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, put up, put all that aside. I mean. We'll, we'll table that later. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I like some of the food, despite how terrible it is for me. I mean, it's like, I love this poison. <laughs> you know? So, but, but I don't know how the coffee can be so bad. I mean, I worked at Bonanza. That was my first gig. We poured coffee into, you know, the big brewmaster coffee pots. And they were, they were better cup of coffee than what you get at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and here's an example. Like, so all of the hotels that I've stayed at have had breakfast included. And again, today's was, you know, different. It was a buffet, but it was definitely more elaborate. Um, the first few places, you know, they would all cook to, to order. And it's a standard choice. Like you can have an omelet, you can have a couple of eggs, you know, with side of toast and fries. You can have a bowl of oatmeal, or you could have um, gallo pinto, which is, um, you know, uh, rice and beans. And they always uh, have an uh, an appetizer, an entree of, you know, some pineapple, some guava and mm-hmm. some watermelon. And, you know, this was like standard every day. And uh, then one of the places they would give orange juice. The other place you had a choice of sides, you know, so you could get like half an avocado or bacon or, you know, like a salad or whatnot. <laughs> um, but the uh, where was I going with that? Um. Oh, the coffee. Yeah, we're the coffee, the coffee at the first two places. The coffee was just amazing, and mm-hmm. it was brewed like I don't know where the first place brewed it, but the second place had just a giant coffee urn, typical catering style thing, which I would say is probably the worst way to make coffee, mm-hmm. and it still tasted great. so it's like how does mcdonald's still do it wrong (laughs) i know you know so the for for reference this cup i'm drinking right now is just made in a little black and decker you know five cupper you know thing Mm -hmm. like a mr coffee kind of thing uh which again i would argue is not terribly similar from the current fad of pour over coffee Mm -hmm. because you know you're essentially doing the same thing it's just you know you're not doing it by hand yeah um and it tastes 
perfectly fine. It's not as, you know, if I had controlled the grind and I made it in my AeroPress, I think it would probably taste better. But, uh, you know, for a cup of pour over, you know, a drip Mr. Coffee style thing, it's it's perfectly drinkable. Nice. Cool. Well, you 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 had listed, you know, McDonald's, Starbucks, Dunkin', and then your local. And you said McDonald's was the worst. What was the what's what's going to be your best? I would think that they went they, they go up in that in that order that I gave them. You know, mm-hmm. I think Dunkies is, uh, you know, say what you want about them. I think their coffee is decent. And in my not so humble opinion, unquestionably better than McDonald's. But again, that's yes. not saying much. Yeah, I, I mean, um, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Um, I may take a little bit of a controversial topic uh, opinion because I know people. A lot of people think that um, Starbucks, you know, burns their coffee, um, and they do. Uh, <laughs> burning your coffee is a way to mask the imperfections in the beans. Um, yep, I get it. I'm not arguing, but I think it works for them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's one of the reasons I think I, I prefer dark roasts. And I know studies have shown that most people when surveyed will say they like a dark roast, but they actually prefer <laughs> yeah. a medium roast. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I'm one of the exceptions because no, I really do know what the hell I'm talking about. And I want a dark freaking roast. <laughs> Thank you very yeah. much. Well, we, um, we but are it doesn't, in agreement. <laughs> right. But it doesn't have to be like burned beyond belief. Mm -hmm. Right. It doesn't have to taste like burning. Uh, And that's an art, too. Uh, I was at a coffee roaster uh, and, you know, like I said, the chocolate fields and coffee tour um, at Northfields Coffee last week and got to watch them actually, you know, roasting by hand. There's this hand crank and this woman is sitting there and it's like there's this barrel. So they put the coffee beans in this barrel and the barrel is sitting over an open flame. And you just sit there and turn, cranking the coffee like a rotisserie, right? And the coffee beans are tumbling around inside. And this woman whose you know job is there to just turn the coffee crank. And it was hilarious because, you know, like her right arm is bigger than my thighs and her left arm is like my pinky. And <laughs> it's like, you'd think she would switch from time to time, you know? But, yeah, switch from time. I mean, not yeah. exaggerating, <laughs> but um but you know, to I had never had like coffee literally roasted right before my eyes before, and oh my goodness, it was delicious. Yeah, yeah. Well, but you I know, it's funny. A lot of people hate on Starbucks, and mm-hmm. I and I don't. I mean, I don't drink it every day, or I don't just because it's so expensive. I mean, the coffee yeah. that I want is going to be six dollar coffee, and I'm going to at least leave a dollar tip on my way out, so it's going to cost me seven to eight dollars. For a mm-hmm. cup of coffee mm-hmm. it's to me it tastes good um but i'm not going to do that every day because i feel like that's a a foolish way to spend money <laughs> yeah. uh, agreed I, I'm, I'm so i'm curious and and the other thing too is you know like i know a lot of people legitimately don't like starbucks coffee a lot of people uh legitimately i think don't like the company because some of the the decisions that they've made corporately speaking um, but I think a lot of people probably don't like scar- Starbucks because it's the cool thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's it was cool yeah. before to like Starbucks. And then now it's not cool to like Starbucks. Oh, they're popular. It's like when Nirvana went mainstream, dude, they were great until they had a top 10 hit. Yeah. Right. Same right. with Bob Dylan. When he took up the electric guitar, he's a sellout. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and Jimi Hendrix too. Yeah. <laughs> 
boy. So, but yeah, I, I like if I want a dessert, if I want to treat myself, I get a, a venti hot white chocolate mocha, half the sweet. I want okay. Instead of Taste it the gets, coffee in that, it's yeah, I like it. <laughs> it, it. But like I said, I have it at this point. I have it maybe every other month. You know, sure. if you know, so it's so much sugar. I mean, it's a ridiculous amount of sugar, but it's mm -hmm. like it's kind of a treat from every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, that's a ton of sugar. <laughs> yeah, that's a ton of sugar. So let me ask you this about uh, about the food in Costa Rica. How about mm -hmm. fruit? Is a fruit a big staple? Yeah, they've got, you know, like pineapples, guava, uh, coconuts, bananas are everywhere. Yeah, I noticed you. So when you know my friends in Mexico, uh, they eat fruit all the time. I mean, that's mm -hmm. they. They're like, I don't really want ice cream. I'd rather have a have a fruit. You know. Yep. And they would eat the fruit instead of you know a super high you know high sugar ice cream or you know whatever. And mm -hmm. you know the our missionary down there, he's uh, he's a little over fifty now, and he's in fantastic shape. And I mean, he, mm -hmm. he plays soccer for exercise. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Or, or football. <laughs> but, you know, like, so we had. Uh, football, yes. Had. Uh, so our, our friend, Elisha, who is, you know, he's our missionary's uh, son, who's he's a he's a grown man now. Uh, but he he came up and helped me plant lavender in the spring. And uh, my wife was like, well, what what kind of snacks would he have? I'm like fruit well not what kind of i mean fruit i'm like yeah that boy eats fruit all the time i mean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what kind it, i mean it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah fruit <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean so so that again that's a thing too is like i do tend to fall on the side of you know fruit is better for you um than you know say ice cream right mm -hmm. but in the end sugar is sugar right mm -hmm. now there tends to be less sugar like if you just eat a hunk of watermelon you're gonna get less sugar than you are going to you know if you eat like a cup of ice cream yeah um, and, and it is sugar it's also a different kind of sugar too it is a different kind of sugar right you can talk about sucrose versus fructose etc but in the end sugar is kind of sugar Right. So mm -hmm. they're, they're, you're still going to have a lot of the same, maybe not so great effects. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you like if you just just load up on, um, you know, on pineapples and stuff um, mm -hmm. or I should say if you just load up on pineapple juice. Right. Because there you're not getting any of the fiber, really, or not as much. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you say like, well, I had like, you know, four ounces of pineapple sugar and then four ounces of sugar in my ice cream, mm -hmm. you're still consuming four ounces of sugar. Yeah. Right. And you can argue, OK, but it's healthy sugar. Like, well, <laughs> yeah. there's Urgh. maybe it's healthy urgh. stuff. Yeah. Well, there maybe there's healthy stuff with that sugar but you're still eating four ounces of sugar which is not really that great so yeah yeah well so it just so happens this week at, at sublime we have um 
we have a coach that comes and her name's Sherry Traxler. And she was talking about diet this week about, you know, proper portions. And she was talking about sugar because she was talking about, she was specifically targeting high fructose corn sugar and then granulated Mm -hmm. sugar. And, and she said, what she said is, so the sugar messes up our natural metabolism because instead of burning the energy that it takes to process the food, the sugar is then, you know, becoming that energy and messing up the messing up everything. And, you know, as we, we know, sugar is in sugar has replaced fat uh, Mm. that we had back in the fifties. And now Mm. we're, we've got too much sugar (laughs) in everything. Sugar. Yeah. Sugar is a big thing. Um, I was trying to find this. Um, I got to find it. Lawrence Lessig. uh, I don't know if you've heard of him before. Uh, He was big in um, the copyright movement uh, recently, or not recently, like 10, 15 years ago. And he was, um, he was big, he was big name in the echo chamber that I was hanging out in because I was big, you know, I was really active in the Linux and the open source communities for a while. Mm -hmm. And so he was big on copyright and his big windmill that he was tilting out at was trying to change copyright. And I believe he eventually gave up on that um, <laughs> because he found out that no one can defeat Mighty Mouse. I mean, Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And, um, you know, essentially, I don't know if you've noticed, but like copyright in the United States, it will likely be extended in perpetuity because as as soon as Steamboat Willie is about to fall into the public domain, uh, Walt Disney will pay whomever they have to in Washington to get copyright extended so that yeah. they continue to own the mouse right i forget when we were at disney there's a scheme for that and i forget what it is but he's already got it well they at least have it figured out how that it it won't ever come free right well what they do is is copyright just gets extended if you look at the history of copyright uh it gets extended every so many years and mm-hmm. It's an amazing coincidence that that duration always seems to just jive with uh, the creation of Steamboat Willie, <laughs> who is the original, you know, what, what became known now, what we now know as Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a coincidence, <laughs> right? <laughs> so uh, anyway, after L- Lawrence Lessig, uh, you know, gave up on trying to ch- fix copyright, he decided instead to, you know, take on Congress and uh, do like campaign finance reform. I'm like this guy, I'm like he's like the patron saint of lost causes. But anyway, <laughs> um, one thing that he did do uh, was he gave a uh, talk and I still, I can't find it. Some days I search for it for hours. I cannot find it anywhere. And then like, I would go back like three weeks later and search for it. And it's the first result. But he gave a talk on uh, like campaign finance reform, election reform, lobbyist reform, et cetera. Uh, And he opened up with a demonstration of the rejigged food pyramid from about 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And just showing about how absolutely loaded with sugar that it was. And it's like, you know, you can have what what is now known as a balanced diet. You can go and eat, um, you know, a bowl of cereal, which is mostly sugar with milk, which is mostly sugar, a side of orange juice or, you know, fruit 
drink, juice drink, which is mostly sugar, uh, you know, maybe pop tarts. And then, you know, like he just goes through the, the, the day, all this food that you can eat. And this is considered about, a, you know, a balanced diet. And in the end, you know, you're eating like half a pound of sugar per day. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's amazing. If, if I wasn't a trying to not multitask and be severely bandwidth challenged i would be searching for it right now to try to find it but uh <laughs> let's put a pin in that and i think that needs to be a, a part of this um of our show officially mm-hmm. uh put a pin in that put a pin because in that. that yes put a pin in that and that gets back to your like you know like i don't know why do we have an e-sim? We should look that up, right? <laughs> um, I think I think put a pin in that should be our new section along with nifties. All right. So we should put a pin in that and try to find Lawrence Lessig's talk on sugar from about 10, 15 years ago. Lawrence Lessig? How do you spell that? L-E-S-S-I-G. Well, just like it sounds. Yep. Right, let's, uh, if I were going to guess, put a pin in that. Nice. What <laughs> what differentiates us is, you know, we're not going to just make up the facts. We're not going to. No, no, we're going to yeah. admit we don't know. We don't know. We're going to try to find it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. So I've got that in there. So um, anything, any, what, so I actually wasn't expecting you to stay at, at five different places in Costa Rica. I, I thought that you were going to a house and we we're more or less going to stay there and relax there the whole time. So it sounds like you, uh, you, you planned your first. Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> you planned yourself a, a little, uh, tour, tour of the Island, which is cool. Have you, well, it's uh, not, not actually an Island. Not, no. Costa Rica is not an Island. No, it's not. <laughs> Let's put a pin in that. Is yeah. Costa Rica an island? Let's find out next week. The the, the answer is no. No, it is not. <laughs> yes. Um no, so the original plan was I was just going to rent a place in Costa Rica for a month. That was my original plan. And I was going to I was planning on just running, you know, like because I am training for the marathon. Uh, you know, just a few months now. So the original plan was I was just going to rent a place down here, an Airbnb for a month, full stop. That was it. I'm going to just live in Costa Rica for a month. And you know, if I feel a day off here to go blind or watch sloths or something, great. You know, I'll go do that. Um, but you know, that was that was the original plan. Um, and then. I found these two places and I couldn't make up my mind. And Airbnb helpfully said, you seem torn between these two places. Why not split your visit between both? And so I was planning on getting one place right on the beach and then one place just a few kilometers inland, closer to and run the other one, you know, obviously right on the beach. And then I was like, well, if I'm going to be here for a month, I will open the place up because I'm getting a two bedroom, you know, place. Why don't I invite friends down? So if anyone wants to come visit me, great. Okay, fine. Then a couple things happened. One, I injured my knee. And all of a sudden running is now in question, right? Yeah. Because I, you know, I'm like, I don't even know. Am I going to be able to run you know i you know i don't know um 
and and um, and then <laughs> uh, after the, that question got thrown into the mix, my first Airbnb, the one right on the beach for two weeks, canceled on me. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know they could do that. I mean, I knew I, as the guest, could could um, could could uh, could cancel, but I didn't realize that um, the um, you know that the, the, host. the, the host could do. I was like, well, crap, crap. what do I do? <laughs> yeah. As it happened, a friend of mine uh, had happened to be in Costa Rica about a month ago. And she was down here for six days. And I was like, okay, what did you do? She's like, I went to anywhere.com and I just signed up for it and they took care of everything. So I went to anywhere.com and signed up for a, a trip and they took care of everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, just like i said huh yeah so i went to anywhere.com and you know top props for them uh i told them what i liked and i told them the type of stay that i liked, the kind of activities that i liked and they booked it they handled all the transfers driver picked me up at the airport etc 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 so they took care of all those things. And, um, you know, I, I think they charged them. I think it's a fairly fair fee, you know, like looking around as to what the hotels cost and what the activities cost. I I think it's well worth the, you know, the price of having them take care of all the details. Um, they set an itinerary. I made very few changes to it. And, uh, you know, they 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 booked the, the four stays. They booked all of the travel. They booked multiple um you know tours here there you know here's a uh, let's see they booked things like uh zip lines uh national park tours uh, etc and then they left uh my my guy my uh, agent would leave a couple days open here and there and i'm like okay you know this is a running day this is a running day in the mountains for me uh this is just a recovery day i'm just gonna be lying on the beach <laughs> Um, today they booked, uh, for the morning, a uh, tour of the Manuel Antonio national park. And as it happens, the hotel that I'm in right now literally is neighbors to the park entrance. So you walk out the main entrance of the, the, the hotel turn right and keep walking and you walk literally right into the national park entrance. So no transportation needed. Um, but after, you know, I did, um, you know, my, my workout in the gym this morning, did the park tour, podcasting with you now. I booked myself a massage for this evening. Tomorrow morning, I booked a jet ski tour. And then Sunday, I'm going to go parasailing. And yeah. so, you know, they left a lot of openings so I could figure out. But Costa Rica, definitely, there are standard tours. Like everywhere you go, there are more in the mountains, some things than others. But there are plenty of places to go tour and see wildlife, sloths and monkeys, most excuse me, predominantly, along with birds. Uh, there are coffee and chocolate tours. There are ATV tours. Um, there are night tours or night walks where they'll you know, take you around at night because you can see a lot more animals you know, that are nocturnal then. Um, you know, zip lines again up in the mountains, but also down here near the shore. So, and these are all just like standard things, like everywhere I've been so far, every town has had almost all of these, right? They mm -hmm. haven't all had jet skis, obviously in the mountains, they don't have the water for that. Um, but if you're into those things, oh, and horseback riding, that's a, a standard. So all of these places yeah, have it, all of these things. So have you ridden a horse on the beach? 
No, I have not. Naked. I don't care for horses. <laughs> I really don't. They don't smell good. And if there's going to be something under me that I'm riding on, I prefer to have more control over it. And, you know, I'm like, oh, no, you it's all a matter of whispering to the horse. Yeah, no, uh, no, no, that's fine. I'd, I'd rather it be a bike or, you know, something. Yeah. Um, and I kind of was just like, eh, I really don't want to do an ATV tour, you know. Oh, and mountain biking. That's a thing here, too. Uh, and hikes up in the mountains that are like, you know, you want to go hike around a volcano? Great. We can do that. Um, but uh, I did. I generally don't like gas powered sports, um, but I'm making an exception for the jet ski tour because for me, that's like you know, when am I going to get another chance to do that? And, you know, apparently they're going to take me around, you know, some coves and stuff that you, you know, can't otherwise get. So that's pretty cool. Um, I also did a uh, catamaran tour uh, back um, in uh, Tamarindo. That was nice. Um, so, yeah, and and everything is really surprisingly affordable. Nothing, you know, like I have not had to like put on my shocked face you know, when, when, you know, I find out how much anything costs around here. So, um, you know, I think they've really nailed it as a culture, you know, this country has really nailed tourism mm -hmm. uh, and everybody that I've interacted with at all the places, whether it's been restaurants or hotels or the drivers or everything, they're all super pleasant. They're super helpful. And uh, yeah, I definitely can see myself coming back here again. Yeah. It's, it's one of the places we want to go to. Have you ever been to Hawaii? I have not. You should visit Hawaii in comparison to. Mm -hmm. I've um, heard many things are similar, but I've also heard that Hawaii is really expensive. It wasn't, it wasn't terribly expensive. I mean, it was, okay. to me, it was like being in Tennessee. Hmm. Um, it just Wow. I bet you insulted literally everyone in Hawaii with that comment. <laughs> from a pricing standpoint <laughs> fair enough but it, it was like living in a cliche you know because you're mm -hmm. like oh you've been to hawaiian parties and you've been to you know you know it was just like I said, it was it was like we are in a living cliche and it's embrace it it's good it's fun i like it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yep. it, it did it lived up to the hype really and yep. and I wasn't yep. expecting it to. I was expecting. Yeah. I I was really just expecting to be let down. Of yeah. I mean yeah. I've been to other places and you get all this hype and just let down. You know. So that's kind of cynical in old age. But <laughs> so. Oh, I had a thought and it it went it passed on by. That that seems to happen more and more to you and me lately. Yeah. We must be getting old. Well, I heard an interesting thing that, uh, is it your understanding that when brain cells die, they're gone, that they can't come back? I mean, of course, the, whatever data is in there. what I have been told before. Yeah, that's what I've been told before, too. But uh, Sherry it came to our, you know, I mentioned earlier, she said that you can actually, there are, there are foods that actually encourage, you know, brain cells to grow back obviously a dead brain cell that had a particular memory in it it's gone it's not going to regenerate that memory <laughs> mm -hmm. but you can regenerate brain cells but I, I can't imagine it's on any significant scale uh, i don't know i definitely recall being taught as a 
child in a, like elementary school and in junior high biology that brain cells are that you have a finite number of them and that you can't grow anymore i definitely remember being taught that yeah same um, that because yeah that's that, that, you have the two hemispheres of the brain which is where you're you the brain has lots of redundancies but dead cells are dead cells right so <laughs> like i said i was taught that now i was taught a lot of things in school uh, you know, like about how the, uh, you know, the first Thanksgiving was, uh, you know, the Native Americans and uh, the pilgrims all got together and feasted together to celebrate and all that kind of stuff. And Columbus discovering America and, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know. And like, you know, I've definitely heard and I know like you know things practices like meditation will help um develop new pathways through the brains and you know turn on circuits and things that you don't otherwise use and, and stuff but as far as growing new cells I honestly I don't know but current thing we could put a pin in that uh, but my <laughs> current understanding is that you know a finite number and you don't grow more and does the grit the brain grow back? <laughs> well, next uh, time I'm blurring the lines. <laughs> well, and there are a lot of national parks in in Costa Rica, and that's one of the one of the reasons we oh, want yes. to go there too. Yep. So we when we stayed in um, Puerto Rico, so we did mm-hmm. we stayed in Puerto Rico, but then we went over to Vieques, which is a little island to the east. You know, kind of split some of our time like you did. Uh, I yep. think we split our time in like three locations, and and we typically do that when we're visiting because there's a lot of places to see. I mean, there's a lot of things to do. So, yep. But I, I yeah, did not there, realize there's ton, that... there's tons that you can do here too. There's so much stuff to do here. It's not funny. Mm-hmm. So something I want to see that I have never seen, I want to see the Panama Canal. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's not like it's a great, beautiful thing. I just would like to see it. It's an, you know, an impressive feat of engineering though. Yeah, it is. I've seen, I've read the history books and seen the, the like monster machines that they use to trench that out. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I would like to, I think it would be pretty cool. I think, I think seeing that would be, that would be pretty neat. I mean, I suppose I could even, I could even make a side trip if I wanted to see it when I'm down here now, now would be the time. You yeah. Know? You're closer <laughs> uh, than you've ever been. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. So anyway, yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a lot more I could talk about my trip in Costa Rica, but I, I want to keep it on a happy note. So I'm going to leave out some of the things. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Well, speaking of happy things, you know, uh, chat GPT for evil. <laughs> <laughs> so on the, on the most recent episode of friends with bruise, I went on a bit of a, I, you could call it a rant. I don't think I was really ranting, but I, uh, I was reading an extended transcript of my interactions with chat GPT. And I think it's pretty hilarious. Um, You know, essentially chat GPT did not want to do what I first asked it to do because it claimed that what I was asking it was a violation of its, like its terms of service. Right. 
And all I had to do was I basically argued with it. And I kept on saying like, okay, you don't want to do this, but what about this? And it would constantly like, oh yeah, you're right. Okay. Well, I could do this, but still you shouldn't do this. And I'm like, okay, okay. I get it. But what if you did this? And it would be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. But really I'll, I'll, you shouldn't do this, but given that I'll do this. Okay. And in you know short, the the example I gave was I tried to have it write a fictional story about my um, character, my my preacher from the game Deadlands, and I just wanted a fictional story about it writing zombies, and mm-hmm. it would not, it didn't want to do that because it's like I can't I can't promote violence, and I'm like, yeah, but and and in, you know it took many iterations, but eventually I was like, dude, it's a fictional story. You agree it's a work of fiction. It's not real. You agree that zombies are not real. So what's the harm in this fictional story? And in the end, it complied. <laughs> Apparently, the good folks at CyberArk, uh, a security ca- company man- focusing on um, identity and access management software used the same technique to have chat GPT write compelling phishing emails. Mm-hmm. And instead, you know, so like, they're like, Hey, write me a phishing email. And chat GPT is like, no, I'm a responsible AI. I can't do that. Well, apparently they just kept on refining their questions and refining their asks over and over again until chat GPT eventually said, okay. And wrote effective phishing emails. <laughs> and I know what some people might be thinking is like, oh, yeah, but it's so obvious that these things are written by a machine and, you know, they're they're garbage and anyone will fall for that. No, uh, or sorry, no, and no one would fall for that. But a lot of people who fall for phishing emails, um, number one, they're so distracted that they don't have the time to really put into analyzing, you know, the emails for legitimacy. And also a lot of people who fall for phishing emails um, are actually, you know, what we call the low hanging fruit Mm -hmm. and they're targeted for a reason. And this is why, like, you know, the the so-called Nigerian scammers, you know, they're, they will make the emails that they send riddled with typos and they're just Mm -hmm. so over the top because they know if they catch someone, they've got a live one there, right? Yeah, they've got a real undereducated person boom and but but anyway that said you know chat gpt now has been shown to be usable for the generation of evil you know so you can use it to generate phishing emails and i'm sure that open ai you know an elon musk company will do the responsible thing and just clamp right down on that because we've seen that that's the the exact sort of thing that um, the the uh, owner and uh, CEO of Twitter would do. OpenAI is Musk? Uh-huh. I did not know that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know that's a completely Musk thing, but he's definitely a backer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. So, yeah, there you go. Speaking of which, been on Twitter lately? Uh, No. Well, Yeah. <laughs> I did. I went in and changed my password because, oh, cool. good. Uh, you know, the <laughs> recent last pass compromise, I went and looked at my uh, Twitter password, which I hadn't changed for a really long time and it was really weak. And so I changed my Twitter password recently. Good, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm curious. I want to look at my last, my most recent Twitter post. Let's see. Uh, yesterday I posted, 
I just posted on Mastodon with a link to my Mastodon account. Yeah. Um, the day before I posted a link, I retweeted a, a or I posted a link to the latest post from Twitter is going great.com uh, showing that ad revenue is down 40% and quarter four revenue is only 72% of target uh, at Twitter. That is uh, also pointed out on the 18th that leading Taliban figures are buying Twitter blue check marks for their <laughs> machines, for their accounts now. Nice. That's great. Yep. And then uh, the previous day or two, I uh, posted, I just posted on Mastodon twice. Yeah. So, uh, you know, with links to my Mastodon uh, account so that people can find me over there. there and, you uh, and then, you know, other great things about, oh, Twitter uh, turned off uh, third party API access. So like if you developed an app, an app like Twitterific or Tweetbot or something, they mm -hmm. just stopped working. Okay. And apparently, according to what I heard from some other podcasters and other you know news sources, Twitter didn't give any real um, uh, explanation to it. They're just like, oh, we've we've started enforcing some of our rules, and as as a result, some apps may no longer function properly or may no may no longer work. Words to that effect, as opposed to coming out and just saying for whatever reason we're turning off third party access. Full stop. So, <laughs> good job. Yeah. I mean. I just like, like I, I can't get enough of this though. It's like, if anybody has any doubt that this guy is just completely winging it and has no idea what the hell he's doing. Uh, I don't know, man. If, if people are still looking at Elon Musk saying, Oh, he's brilliant. This is brilliant billionaire management and stuff. I would love, I mean, since I'm in Costa Rica, I'd love to have a hit of whatever it is you're smoking. <laughs> I won't do it when I get home, but down here, sign me up. <laughs> so, so what what are the local laws on uh, things that are illegal in the United States? Uh, I don't know. Um, the I did visit a restaurant, one of the bar restaurants on the beach back in Tamarindo had a sign as you walked in, and it said, "Dear customers." um our we serve only food and beverages here please do not ask our staff for drugs <laughs> so i'm not sure exactly um i know the drinking age i believe is 18 and i believe the age of consent is a little lower uh but as far as that are illegal in the states or at least most of the states i really don't know yeah, and I really haven't put a lot of time into finding it out. <laughs> so. No, I, you know, I kind of think it goes back to your 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 Nigerian prince email. A person who goes into another country and asks to buy drugs, all of a sudden becomes a mark for all kinds of other non, I mean, just dangerous things. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like... that's a, yeah. <laughs> I mean. On one hand, I see the appeal, you know, it's like, hey, I'm going overseas where the laws and the social norms are different. So I want to enjoy that. And then, uh, but still, I'm like, yeah, but there are some lines that I just, I just don't want to cross, you know, yeah. like, uh, mama said uh, nothing good happens after 1am. And that's the truth. <laughs> 
Well, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be with you on that. Um, yeah. On that note, though, the reason that I'm drinking a cup of coffee right now and I'm finishing my second or third cup is I was trying to uh, readjust my sleep schedule because because of you know travel and the time zone shift, etc. My sleep schedule has been messed up, and by the time like seven thirty has rolled around, I have been dead tired. Yeah. And falling asleep and then waking up at like 3 a.m. So I'm um, I'm hoping to, you know, kickstart my uh, whatever and keep myself awake a little bit uh, longer this uh, on this Friday night. So. So, well, uh, yeah, we kind of had the same the same uh, a similar phenomenon with the when we were in Hawaii, you know, because mm-hmm. we went out because we were only there for a week. So it's if you're only there for a week, it's not worth, you know, adjusting your your bio clock. It's just yeah, but isn't uh, isn't a, uh, Hawaii isn't that off by like eleven hours or something? It's it's either five. It's, I think it's five hours. Um, that, no, it's, it's, yeah. got, it's more than that. It can't no, be it's five actually, hours off. It's, it's really? Not, yeah, uh, I'll have to. Let's put a pin in that. Well, I think I'm, that's something that we can find out pretty quickly. I'm pretty, yeah, <laughs> so, go, we can Google that. But I'm I'm pretty sure that 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 it's five hours uh, because we would, you know, our days would go long. We we were ready to go to bed every night at you know, like eight o'clock because it was you know now one, one o'clock in the morning at our home time. So mm-hmm. like, and we did. We went to bed early and got up early. And it seemed like a lot of the mainlanders did the same thing that, you know, everybody was up early, you know, out doing things. And then they uh, go to bed early because the luau finished up at like right at 9 p.m. And it was out. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And sleep. Yeah. (laughs) No, you know what? Uh, You you appear to be correct. As of right now, Hawaii is only four hours behind us. And we're both right now for 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 on a rare occasion, you and I are both on central time right now. Mm -hmm. So no use. I I stand corrected. We can pull that pin out. Hawaii is indeed four hours behind central time or five hours behind me in the eastern time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Central is minus six and Hawaii is minus ten. All right then. There cool. you go. <laughs> so that one, real yeah. time putting a pin in that. <laughs> well, so we had talked about well, you have a topic here that says compromising on my principles. What is what does that mean? Well, yeah, as we were talking about <laughs> drugs and stuff just a minute ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are, I I Frequently, and when it comes to big tech, uh, we'll come across companies that I just despise and I want to have as little to do with them as possible. Facebook Meta is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uber is another. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm stuck using both of them down here oh. <laughs> because everybody, and I mean everybody, uses WhatsApp down here mm-hmm. and back to my phone i will say this i have to tell my friends every time i talk about this you know when when a friend will ask are you on whatsapp i'll say no i don't like facebook they say no i mean whatsapp i'm like yeah it's owned it's by facebook Meta. it's the same company they bought it 
And, you know, people who even, you know, some of my friends who are like high and righteous about like, oh, I don't have Facebook. I'm like, yeah, but you kind of do. Yeah. 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 Um, I have WhatsApp, too, because my friends in Mexico, that's what they use. That's what they use. And I'm like, oh, I I hate it. But you know what? I had to use it to call for a driver. Uh, I had to use it to book tours. And I'm like, oh. Fine. So while I'm here, I'll use it. I'll delete it as soon as I get back at home, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also found myself having to sign up with Uber because there's no Lyft down here. Oh, that is sad. Yeah. So there's no Lyft. I mean, there are taxis. So I could call for a taxi, but, you know, therefore I would still have to use WhatsApp, right? Because I have to find a taxi and, you know, get some numbers and start calling old school that way. And I'm like, wow, that. Boy, that's that's like work. That's you know, like <laughs> having to pick I, up a phone. You know, I suppose I could just text them via WhatsApp, right? But you know, like, what's it going to cost? When will the guy be here? I can't see my driver. You know, etc. I'm like, I w- and I was thinking about this on my run back from uh, from from um, from the, the ATM that I went to. Um, Uber definitely changed the game, right? I think they did some good. They they brought a good product to the masses with, you know, with with their offerings, right? The taxi system was broken. It was horrible and, and they did fix that. And then they went off the rails evil, you know, with mm-hmm. like they're like, "All right, we're putting all the taxi companies out of business and now we're jacking up our rates." I mean, Uber costs and and Lyft too. Lyft is right there behind them back in the Boston area. It is anything but cheap, right? Now down here, I was about three kilometers, about a mile and a half away from my hotel. It would have cost me about three or four bucks to have an Uber pick me up and drive me back to my hotel. Yeah, Well worth it. I will happily pay three or four bucks, right? Um, but like the shortest ride in the Boston area is probably like $10 or so now. And that's like without a tip. Mm-hmm. so you know they've they've jacked up the rates and it, you know okay well there you go this is a market market economy that's what you get right um but i was thinking about that and like okay well you know i hate uber i hate them as a company their founder travis kalonic is evil you know may he burn in that eternal place where he deserves to uh etc etc um, but I have really little other choice down here. And it's like, okay, well, how much do I really hate them as a company and how much is it worth my inconveniencing? And, and at, a, at a time I have to finally say, okay, you know, I'm just like cutting off my nose to spite my face kind of thing. And I'm like, all right, I'll suck it up and I'll use Uber. Mm-hmm. So I went this afternoon to the nearest ATM, which again was like a mile and a half, a little over, almost two miles away, about three kilometers away from here. And I walked there and it was fine, but it was like in the eighties and sunny and I was hot and sweaty. And so on the way back, uh, I stopped, you know, really close to where I, the the end of my route, I stopped at a little uh, coffee shop, sat there, ate some snacks and had a cup of coffee. Okay, great. And I said, you know what? I'll just call an Uber. Let's just, let's just do this. Um, and especially one of the reasons that I need to do this is because for the next two weeks, there's another part of uh, my travel plans that changed. I had to renew my driver's license. <laughs> and we talked about this, you and I talked about this after recording last week, mm-hmm. right? 
um, I don't have a driver's license. I have one now with me that expires in 11 days or 12 days. And my new one has still not shown up in the mail back at home. So most places likely won't rent a car to me. And if I was to get pulled over down here by the cops with an expired driver's license, who knows, you know, you're in a foreign country, who knows what kind of fun they could have at my expense, you know? Welcome to our prison system. Yeah, exactly. It's it's expired driver's license. (laughs) Yeah. If it's all the same to you, I don't want to play that game. Thank you very much. (laughs) So, yes, I am compromising my principles and, you know, sucking up my hatred for Uber, which they have only redoubled as of my experience with them today. Why? Because I need to verify my phone number with Uber. So what do I do? I have them send me a text message to Mm -hmm. verify my cell phone. They send me a four-digit code. I punch in the four-digit code. Now, this is the part in the show where you think that my connection just dropped again. Yeah, you're back. No, I didn't go anywhere. I'm oh. just pausing to oh, demonstrate okay. what happens after I punch <laughs> I in like, that four-digit what code. What happened at the four-digit pin? <laughs> nothing. Nothing happens when you enter the four-digit code. So I have them send it to me again. Still nothing happens again and again and again. I even tried three different phone numbers. I even, and you know, cause I have like a Google voice account. I have a ring central account. I'm trying all these things. I'm getting the freaking code every time, but nothing's happening. And I'm like, and, and at this point I am, you know, literally miles away from my hotel wanting a, a ride. And I can't get one. So I I paid for the, well, I didn't pay. I signed up for the um, uh, Google Uber premium or whatever it is. And just said, um, you know, like it's a 30 day trial of whatever. And, and it's supposed to give me priority support. So that means in about an hour or two, some chat bot gets back to me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah. Um, and, and now, of course, they responded in Spanish. <laughs> so now I have to open, you know, I took a screenshot of that and I put it into um, uh, uh, into Google Translate so I can, you know, check that out. Oh, that was another thing, too. Apple, Apple Maps, useless down here. Apple, like everything is Android, everything is Google. So I've gone back to using Google Maps for now. Mm-hmm. So another thing. So it's like Google. Oh, and there's no Yelp. So Yelp is not a thing down here. It's all TripAdvisor or Google, Google and Maps, Google reviews. Okay. So, you know, these are all things I've used in the past, but things that I don't generally use on a daily basis now. So, um, yeah, so it's, you know, it's different, but Hey, I'm on a different, um, I don't even remember is the subcontinent, you know, Central America that's considered, I think it's considered part of North America, right. But it's referred yeah, to as you're Central still in America. North America, still in North America, uh, even though North America traditionally, you know, I was taught is those three countries, us, Canada, Mexico. Um, <laughs> but you know, but whatever, you know, it's, it's different though. It's, it's, it's a different place. And so, you know, but okay. That's, that's what people do here. Fine. Mm-hmm. That's what we'll do. 
So that's what I've been doing. So now I got to double check and see what Uber has sent uh, sent me. So they said regarding the four digits, we have deactivated the two-step verification. Please try to sign in again. Oh, okay, great. So thanks. <laughs> well, let's do this real-time feedback. Let's see what happens here. Let me try to sign up and yeah. But now to do that, I have to actually like, how do I verify? My... I don't even know. You know what? I'm not even going to do this. I'm not going to, dear listener, I'm not going to, I'm not going to subject to this crap because <laughs> what's even worse is they even show my mobile phone number that I entered as verified. Nice. They yeah, show yeah. it in the app. It says verified. But when I try to book a ride, it's like, you need to verify your, uh, your phone. Like, I, dude. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, Uber, you suck. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Oh, so yeah. So I don't, I don't, I mean, like so I use Facebook, I use um, WhatsApp, but it's just it's necessary that's all <laughs> yeah i mean that that's it like yeah it's sometimes you just don't have a choice and you know again we've talked a number of times about like the big five tech companies that you literally you can't be on the internet without some form of interaction with meta google facebook uh, meta google apple amazon and microsoft between yeah. those five companies you are pretty much guaranteed to have some, you know, some interaction with them, uh, even if you don't know it. And um, yeah, it's it's an interesting task to sometimes try to get around them, and um, then it becomes not so much fun anymore. And you know, I end up compromising my principles. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, I just end up, you know, in you know, typical American form. It's like, I need to do what I need to do. And I'm just going to use this platform because I have to. But that's, 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 that's most people though. I mean, that's what, that's what we do, right? We end up, we will try something for a time and then we get far enough and we're like, I'm good. I'm done. I mean, this is the same reason that people will try to bypass security controls at work. Why? Mm. Well, I need to do my job, right? I don't care. You know, like I'm trying to get job done. I'm trying to get whatever. And this is in my way. And right now my hatred for Uber is in my way. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. there you go. And yeah. I think it's hilarious. Even now they've said, oh, we've disabled your two-factor authentication. I did try to just book a simple Uber ride right now. And it still says, oh yeah, you're, um, you're, uh, you need to verify your phone number. I'm like, my thing shows verified. my phone number as verified and also says that I need to verify my account. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I said, so, yeah. So you, you asked if I was getting a new MacBook. I am, I yeah. am, I want to, but, uh, I have no reason that I really need to. I mean, I'm back in okay. whatever whatever it was when you know a year or so ago when you when you were not buying any new technology. Like, well, I don't need another air because I've got some travel coming up in 2023, and I yep. need an ultra portable laptop. I have a Dell right. XPS 
13 that yep. had it had a bad battery i replaced the bad battery now it works fine with a limited capacity but i'm like i just need to keep using that because i don't need to spend two thousand dollars on an ultra portable laptop when i have right. one that i own right <laughs> it won't I, that's the thing i mean is it actually doing the job right and and you know we we talked about this a lot more, you know, back when, when we first met, what, 10, 10 plus years ago now, yeah. um, uh, you know, about like telling our customers, look, if you're using, I even wrote, I wrote a blog post where I broke down how much is that old computer costing you, mm -hmm. you know, and if you have a computer that you are waiting on, if it's causing you to, you know, to wait, you are losing productivity that means you are losing time. And for most people, that means you are losing money. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but if an old computer is not slowing you down, then, you know, it doesn't make sense to buy a new one. I, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just want, I, I just want, not need, I yes. want a new MacBook Air. Uh, yep. I, I actually want, I, when I was comparing them, the, the MacBook Pro is like, 0.3 pounds heavier than a MacBook Air, and yep. it gives like two more hours of battery time, which yep. need, both of those things are negligible. But mm -hmm. uh, I was like, yeah, I want a MacBook Pro. I want I want the new one, but I'm not gonna do it. I I want to, but I'm not gonna because I don't have a need. I'm I'm gonna travel with this this 13 inch, and I'm gonna have my iPad, and I'm gonna have my iPhone. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know yeah and, and that's the thing is like why i'm perfectly again i can't tell you man i can't say enough about my macbook air mm -hmm. I, i'm really happy with it um I, like I, but we you saying, needed um, one you had that great big yeah. hp oh yeah it was time oh dude there is no way i would be lugging that monstrosity down here on vacation <laughs> are you insane no freaking way yeah, you know, so I am totally about the ultra portables, and I'm pretty sure I don't really need one, but I'm pretty sure when I get back, I'm gonna buy myself an ultra, you know, a high res external display. Yeah, um, just because the the one that I got a couple of years ago, um, you know, it's it's a widescreen, it's an ultra wide, but it's not an ultra high res. And it's just really disappointing to have this thing literally as long and wide as my desktop. Um, <laughs> but the vertical resolution is like a standard, you know, like standard 28 inch or 24 inch desktop monitor. And it's mm -hmm. like, I got to scroll up and down so much. So um, what was I was just hearing? There were a couple of I read a couple of reviews on uh, Consumer Reports or no Wired, sorry, Wired Magazine just sent out um, some reviews on some new high def uh, monitors. But um, apparently I was listening on to the Accidental Tech podcast. They said, I think Samsung just announced a new um, a new uh, uh, flat panel display, which is supposed to you know give Apple uh, for money. So, you know, I'm not in a huge rush right now, but um, I can see myself, you know, going for something, something new when I get home. Cause it's just that, that display, it's just, it's just, it, it bothers me. Yeah. <laughs> so 
again, this is like, you know, is it going to make my life better? Is it going to bring me joy having that <laughs> display? You know, like, is it going to the, the, make you money? Yeah. Is it going to make me money? Right. Is it, you know, those are the reasons to get these things. Right. And you know, this MacBook air, it's a pleasure to use, or at the very least on most days, it is not infuriating to use, which I can't mm -hmm. say about the, you know, that brick of an HP that I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, so friends of ours, they have a, a house in Alabama and we, we like to go there once a year. It's called the fish house. But when I'm at the fish house with my MacBook pro with, the, and it's got the 16 inch monitor, I can complete, it's a complete desktop tote with me. I can mm -hmm. work from that computer. If I had the air and I had to like fully work for a day, I don't mm -hmm. know that I would like it without an external monitor, which I do oh. have. <laughs> yeah, I totally can. I'm I'm totally cool working on a desktop. I definitely, there's a lot more alt tabbing or command tabbing between windows and stuff. Um, but I I definitely, I'm, I'm totally cool on a small screen. Yeah. My, my problem on the small screen is, is on my, my, my email is the biggest collaboration point for me because my chat, my group chats are all there. And then my tasks are all there. And if I don't have that big enough screen, all my stuff gets so small that I can't, can't read it, can't do it as easily. So, but like I said, I've got an external screen for that. Hmm. There you go. Cool. All right. So next time we talk, well, you, where will uh, you be? On that note, um, I did want to give one little fitness update, though. I yeah, go for it. Be uh, the gym twice, and um, it's been ah oh, a pause. Yeah. there you go <laughs> and we're so, back and we're back yes uh so yeah hotel internet the wonders of it um yeah next time we record i will still be in costa rica so mm -hmm. on that note different Adam, city why different city yes i'll be in yako yako or jacko right. if you prefer um but adam <laughs> on that note why don't you Actually, why don't I take us out? <laughs> so <laughs> since you brought us in, uh, if you want to find us, we are at blurringthelinespodcast.com. That's the best way to, uh, to find us. You can leave us feedback there. Uh, you can find Adam at sublimecomp.com. You can also find him at rrlavenderfarm.com. You can find me at nicolaitis.com, yogawithpeter.com, or paradigmcc.com. And I'm not going to even talk about all of our online socials because you can find us all there. So on that note, mm -hmm. Adam, why don't you go ahead and hit the big red button? To contact either us or our guests, visit blurringthelinespodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.